Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman, and the top story on the Bugle in October 2011 involved John Oliver and I bowing our heads and paying a fitting tribute to Colonel Gaddafi after his uh, rather dramatic game of hide-and-seek drew to a somewhat painful close. Top Story this week, Captain Crazy Corks It! And it's a special opening section to this Bugle, Andy. It's f- eulogy time <laughs> check your watch Andy now check the news now check your watch now check the news again that's right it's f- eulogy o'clock <laughs> many arseholes aim for this dubious honour Andy yep. few deserve it 
It cannot be issued in a candidate's lifetime. It can only be issued posthumously. <laughs> it really is the opposite of a sainthood. <laughs> when f eulogising, it's important to focus on the many, many sides of the person in question that you will not miss now that they're gone. <laughs> and when it came to Gaddafi, he gave us so much that we will miss so little. Andy, I found out about the news on a train from New York to Providence, Rhode Island yesterday. And as the train was pulling out, the man on the loudspeaker said, this is the Boston service, we're expecting a full train. Let's all try to have a fantastic day. And then literally, moments later, the news came on on my phone of Gaddafi's death. <laughs> Little did that man know how prophetic his words were. I only wish that he'd immediately come back over the loudspeaker and said, holy shit, Colonel Gaddafi's dead. Forget fantastic, let's have a phenomenal day. <laughs> After all, that is the opposite of what he would have wanted. <laughs> I found out about the results whilst um, watching a cricket match on the telly. Oh, yeah? But it yeah. was a really exciting match, John, and... Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that did have to take priority, to be honest. But, you know, he was Gaddafi was going to stay dead, wasn't he? You know, that news <laughs> was not going to change. But there was a, there was quite an entertaining moment on the, uh, the various news channels yesterday afternoon when the BBC, who uh, are very sensitive about making sure that they only use facts, said there are unconfirmed reports. They're still saying unconfirmed reports that Gaddafi had been captured, whilst on the Al Jazeera channel, they were showing video footage of his corpse being dragged <laughs> through the streets. <laughs> So there's I mean, a very visual confirmation available at that time. There's been many developments. Elton John has already rewritten the words to Candle in the Wind yet again, <laughs> singing Goodbye Libya's Douche over a mournful <laughs> piano accompaniment. And it seems to me you lived your life like an arsehole in the wind. <laughs> the initial reports, as you mentioned, Andy, were a little mixed as the rumours swirled. Um, there was confusion as to whether he'd been captured, found dead or found alive and then moments later found dead. Uh, it all began to become clearer when images of the uh, man who said that he'd shot him came on TV. The man was holding Gaddafi's golden pistol in front of the cameras as proof of his capture. So let's just pause for a moment to let that little detail sink in, Andy. <laughs> he owned a golden gun. Yeah. He was literally the man with the golden <laughs> gun. In death as in life. Colonel Gaddafi was a terrible Bond villain. <laughs> well, you say that, John. Was he not merely a man with his finger on the pulse of the global financial markets? He probably thought, I need a gun, but I want a gun that is not going to lose its value. <laughs> that is a man who commits to returning to the gold standard. <laughs> Uh, the the uh, the man, the pseudo assassin in question, told reporters that they'd uh, they'd found the former Libyan leader and uh, former not dead fugitive hiding in a large concrete pipe in Sertra. And uh, apparently, Gaddafi looked at the man and said, "Don't shoot." And I'm guessing the man said back to him, "Oh, really? Because I must admit that was my plan." I tell you what, why don't I try shooting first? Then I'll keep shooting, but then I'll stop. How's that? Deal? Also, Andy, just tremendous last words from the big man. <laughs> Don't shoot. Not exactly the most original last words, but they definitely have a ring to them. And I'm guessing there's a pretty good chance that, as a dictator, you might want to place an emotional cover bet on those being the last words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> or, in Hitler's case, the last thing into his ears, as his wife said, Darling, I'm sure if you just say you're sorry, this whole nastiness will get put in the past. No, no, Addy, I don't want a drink of poison. I've told you I'm allergic. Why can't I just have a nice glass of milk? Of course I'll say hello to your little friend, Adolf. We're married. Wait, 
What little friend are you talking about? <laughs> ah! Don't shoot! <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, he said don't shoot, but that, he was talking to the TV crews who were following him around for a fly on the wall documentary. <laughs> Maybe he just hadn't signed the release forms. But anyway. But there were amazing scenes, joy celebrations uh, in in Libya, and Western leaders desperately trying to maintain a, a veneer of dignity <laughs> as they celebrated the uh, slaying of a man. Um, joy scenes reminiscent very much those scenes of the demises of uh, Ceausescu and Saddam and Thatcher and the Queen Mother. And um, I guess the <laughs> scenes in Libya really suggested, John, pretty strongly that Gaddafi really must have had quite poor approval ratings before yes. he was sacked from his job. That's, that's really the message that came across. I don't know what the official figure on that is. But there were a lot of guns being fired in the air, and a lot of these guns actually inadvertently caused a lot of injuries. But um, unlike when guns are fired in the air uh, here in this country, the injuries were caused to people as the bullets came back down rather than to pheasants. But <laughs> there must have been some grouse or partridge in Libya yesterday thinking, oh, for f- Sake. We only migrated here to get away from this shit. <laughs> Apparently, as Gaddafi was captured, one man in the crowd was heard on the video shouting, We want him alive! We want him alive! Before pausing and saying, Just to be clear, I'm completely joking about that. <laughs> I think it's hard for sarcasm to come across at this volume. To be honest, I'm surprised I'm still being listened to. Um, they took Gaddafi's body to be identified immediately and for an official cause of death to be issued. And a forensic report was then issued saying that he died from bullet wounds. But should that not technically, Andy, be natural causes? Because, again, if you spend your life pulling the kind of shit that Gaddafi pulled, being shot by your own people is as natural as a flower opening and closing. It's like the March of the Penguins, Andy, except instead of penguins there are bullets and they're not so much marching as hurtling. <laughs> Well, it was a bit of a come-down for uh, Gaddafi, a man who's counted among his supporters at various times in his life. Nelson Mandela, uh, the future saint Tony Blair, um, and Nelly Furtado, um, <laughs> who um, I believe, as we discussed before, she, she did right. a private gig for him, didn't she, in exchange yeah, for a slightly embarrassing amount of money. Um, but you can, still under- you can understand the Libyans wanting to ditch uh, Gaddafi, despite the fact that... Uh, he knew Nelly Furtado, which is usually enough to keep someone in power for another five years. Because <laughs> in 42 years under Gaddafi, John, Libya did not qualify for a single World Cup. Yeah, that's rough. And they haven't even come close since 1986. So it was no wonder the people finally reached breaking point. I mean, just think how much different could things have been if only they'd beaten Morocco in that playoff <laughs> for the 86 World Cup, John. It's just <laughs> You just never know. Well, that's really where it all seemed to start going tits up. Apparently what happened was that that Gaddafi had been hiding in the final area of the country where he had loyalists, the so-called District 2 area of Sircha. And uh, as his supporters were pushed further and further back, Gaddafi and his loyalists attempted to break out in a convoy of vehicles fighting its way through rebel lines. Uh, A NATO airplane spotted them and fired on the convoy, destroying 15 vehicles, only for Gaddafi to escape alive and run and hide in what appeared to be a sewage pipe filled with rubbish. And I wonder if at that point Andy Gaddafi thought, you know what, I might have been a bit of a dick over the years. <laughs> Only now, cowering in this sewage pipe, do I see that. Or maybe he was triumphant to the end and said, yes, it is I, the great Colonel Gaddafi. Here I am, resplendent in a sewage pipe. I'm the greatest. You wish you had a sewage pipe as good as this to live in. <laughs> it's got everything. Two entrances. Two exits. The whole thing's basically a bathroom. Look on my concrete tube of excrement, ye mighty, <laughs> and despair. 
The International Society of Fugitives described Gaddafi's final hideaway as, quote, disappointingly half-arsed for a dictator of his class. <laughs> so that's... Uh, as you say, very, very disappointing. Very disappointing for the lad. Uh, some incredible words have been said uh, on this matter. Uh, these words. Uh, Your forces have toppled the reactionary, backward and corrupt regime. It has toppled idols and destroyed them in one of Providence's fateful moments. As of now, Libya shall be free and sovereign. No oppressed or deceived or wronged. No master and no slave. But free brothers in a society over which, God willing, shall flutter the banner of brotherhood and equality. Inspiring words. Spoken by Muammar Gaddafi when he <laughs> toppled the previous government in 1969. <laughs> so it didn't quite live up to his early propaganda. To many, he might have been a revolutionary hero turned homicidal maniac, a man who seemed to have read Orwell's Animal Farm and thought it was a self-help guide. But to <laughs> others, he was just a homicidal maniac. I guess to the Bedouin tent manufacturing industry, he was a one-man bulwark against the global economic downturn. But to me, John, you know, when I look back on Gaddafi, he will always be the father of the former Libyan football captain, Saadi al-Gaddafi. Yes, yeah. I know maybe I shouldn't always view things through the prism of sport, but, you know, an international footballer is an international footballer. According to Wikipedia, um, at one point there was a law in Libya forbidding the announcing of the name of any football player other than Saadi al-Gaddafi. <laughs> <laughs> and the other players only had their numbers announced. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that I mean, that's I don't recall. I know Gaddafi claimed himself to be a kind of socialist revolutionary hero. I don't, I don't recall that bit in the uh, in the collected works of Karl Marx about the announcing of footballers. But anyway, also Andy, surely that is now going to be the most historic sewage pipe in the world. <laughs> it could even become a tourist attraction. People are going to want to get their photo taken in front of that sewage pipe. There may even have to be a gift shop selling little souvenir sewage pipe keychains, posters, pencils, children's cuddly sewage pipes, and novelty pens that have sewage pipes on the side. When you turn them upside down, Colonel Gaddafi pops out and gets shot in the head. Thank you for listening to Top Stories. Do support what we do at The Bugle by donating via thebuglepodcast.com. Premium tier subscribers will soon receive an exclusive 12-inch vinyl episode of the show. If you're listening in Apple, you can also click the button to support us right now. Thank you, and goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. 
Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.